If you're working in a corporation and you're in-house, treat your hiring managers like their customers and never ghost the candidate. Always keep the candidates up to date as possible. There's nothing worse than not hearing from anyone or being left hanging out there without any communication. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time-consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. Today, I have a fun conversation with Tom Atkinson, Senior Director of Talent Acquisition for Hospital for Special Surgery. Tom, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Ryan? Great to, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So why don't we just start out as we always do and Tom, give us a little bit of insight into your background, kind of maybe how you got started in recruiting and some of the positions you've held uh, prior to this. Sure. As a friend of mine once said, as a kid, no one ever says I want to be a recruiter, right? When they grow up, I actually fell into it. I'm a career changer. Back in 2001, I had been a hospitality manager for many years in the restaurant business. I worked for a couple of big chains and worked for Starwood Hotels and the Peninsula Hotel Group in food and beverage. I was a food and beverage manager. Then I, a friend of mine was working in a staffing agency and he said, you know, you'd be really great in my industry. And one thing led to another and I tried it. I took a step back and sort of reinvented, if you will. And I loved it. I took to it immediately. You know, it's funny, recently I saw the founder of a big restaurant group here in New York. His name is Danny Meyer. And he's a sought after speaker for hospitality for uh, healthcare organizations because it's such a close alignment, you know, hospitality and healthcare. So I started uh, staffing firm called United Staffing Systems in New York City. I was there for five years. I just took to it. I love the client side. I love the candidate side and took a couple of other roles. And then I ended up in academic medical centers where I've worked uh, since uh, 2011, Swedish Medical Center in Seattle. And here in New York, I worked at three, three big hospitals, New York Presbyterian and last before HSS here, Memorial Stone Kettering. Great. That's a, that's a good background. And yeah, no one, I've yet to interview anyone on this podcast or in any of my other discussions who say I, I started out and wanted to be a recruiter or wanted to be in recruiting, but there are many of us who've had very rewarding and fun careers in the talent space. So that's great. Well, let's talk a little bit more about your current role. Talk to me a little bit about the organization, maybe the size and scope of your role, types of roles you hire, number of hires and things, and try to give uh, the audience a, a little more perspective on your current role. 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm so proud to work at this organization. It's called Hospital for Special Surgery. We go by HSS. Everyone knows this as. Well, we're ranked the number one in orthopedic care in the nation for 11 years in a row. Really, really incredible place. We've got over 5,000 people. We're growing. We do 32,000 surgeries a year. We specialize in orthopedic. So to put it in perspective, we've got 50 ORs running at any given day. So you can imagine the scope of that. Our nursing staff has received the magnet status for five times, which is really unheard of. We've got 20 research labs, and it's the most sought after residencies in the nation in orthopedic surgery. So my team, we hire several hundred people a year. We cover everything from the C-suite, the nursing, to the service level staff. Got a team of recruiters. Their title is really is HR business partner, which we sort of teach them or, you know, the goal is for them to be more of a strategic partner with the hiring managers. We have a special sort of niche here. When we hire people, we sort of take them from the interview process through the onboarding. Uh, our team participates in new employee orientation. So we're really with them for the whole journey till they start on their role. Great. Can you share some of the key initiatives or key challenges you're trying to address during 2021 here? Yeah, well, you can imagine last year, you know, February and March, you know, everything shifted for us as a healthcare organization. 80% of our team had to be here, right? Nurses and the medical staff and the clinicians. But we pivoted really 360. We do over 300,000 office visits a year. So within two weeks, we were up and running on our telehealth. And it really ramped up quickly. And it was a two-year project that they sort of streamlined in a month, right? So the challenge was to have our remote staff, you know, the people that could work remote did. It was a big change for us. I mean, healthcare organizations weren't leading the pack on remote work and working from home. So but we were, we jumped right in. And as a team, we kept the candidate pool going, even though all our positions are basically put on pause, but we wanted to be ready because we knew when they turned the tap back on, everyone would want everything yesterday again, right? So we kept the candidate train moving and it was a real learning experience for the whole team. Morning huddles, you know, the important part for us was to stay connected every day as a team because we went from never working remotely to being isolated. So that was important for us. Yeah, that's a big challenge. You know, I talk to folks a lot and it, with all the challenges of, you know, 2020, the pandemic year and things, there were certain organizations that were in very different stages of that journey around remote work or remote working and remote workplace. But it was truly a catalyst event, right? For those organizations like yourself to have to figure it out very rapidly. And most places did, and it was successful. So that's great. So talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing for the future. And maybe it's around that type of remote work versus uh, in person. You obviously have a dynamic of having to be in person to perform surgeries and things, but some of the remote aspects of telehealth and things. So, so how do you see the future going forward with the blend of that? Well, you know, our executives here really have their finger on the pulse of what's going on. And they realize, if anything, that the last year has proven what we can get done, you know, remotely. So, you know, I anticipate policy that will come down will be a hybrid model, in-person and remote. Also, in the past year, you know, we went to a totally virtual new employee orientation. Right. So even during the whole COVID lockdown, we were still hiring. I mean, it's still a healthcare organization, a hospital, and then 
even though New York City, New York State had put a pause on elective surgeries, we turned our 50 ORs into ICU rooms. So it was a huge undertaking. And we did our part in New York City and we took a lot of the overflow and, and COVID patients. We're here on York Avenue next to a lot of the other big hospitals. So to convert to that and have the staff all in doing that and then to make them all operating rooms again, it was a really big undertaking. So, and we also went to a, like I said, a virtual new employee orientation, which was a big lift for us as well. And we're going to continue that until further notice because it's a good experience for everyone. And the things that we can do remotely, we had no idea. We just had not tried it yet. And this really has taught us a lot. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I'm sure that transition from OR to ICU back to OR was not an easy lift whatsoever. Yeah. So kudos to you yeah. and appreciate you doing your, doing your part for yeah. sure. So what are some things that you see that you're excited about for the future specific to recruiting, whether it's at, at your location or just generally in the field of recruiting? What are some things that you're excited about in the future? I think the future is exciting. I mean, with we were talking offline a bit, you know, there's so many solutions out there to make your team more efficient, to sort of bring in the hiring manager even into the process a little more would be great for me. You know, I've read a lot about making them sort of ambassadors. And there's one tip I read, create the the email for them, even that they can push out or like the job that's posted for them. I think the future for us is going to be a little difficult because there's a big competition for talent here in New York City. It's a lot of big hospitals and a lot of people vying for the same positions, a lot of organizations uh, vying for the same candidates. The future for us, I hope, is to make the interview and onboarding process as seamless and as painless as possible. And if we've learned anything lately, it's been you've got to move candidates through quickly. And very recently, we've lost a few people that we waited on a minute, you know, and it was a good lesson for the hiring managers. They don't realize, even though our brand is really recognizable and great, and that they're in the mind space where, oh my God, they'd be honored to work for us. That's true. But there's also some other people knocking on their door. And if they're good, we have to move. If they're good, we have to move quick. And I see us training the hiring managers a little more in the sense to make it a little more rapid process. And also the onboarding being completely remote, electronic, and just that transforming into more user-friendly. Yeah, I think that's interesting. And I work with a lot of organizations and that that definitely is the trend is to try to streamline the process, especially now when you know the competition for great talent is so challenging in so many industries that that, you know, speed matters. It's a critical component, um, speed and efficiency in your process. You don't want to lose sight of the experience, but you also, as part of the experience, most of the candidates appreciate efficiency in the process and want to be able to understand about your organization and move through a process at their desired speed, not necessarily be beholden to your speed from, from your own organization. And so that's an interesting dynamic in the future and it'll continue to evolve, but, but organizations that are, are winning, I think are right along with what you're saying around creating efficiency in their process to be able to move candidates through and get them through your process quickly so you don't lose them out to somebody else who is faster. And 
For those not in healthcare, they may not realize the level of regulatory to onboard a clinician here anywhere. I mean, there's so much more than just an I-9 and an application and an education check. It's licensures. It's, you know, we get uh, the Joint Commission comes in and inspects organizations every three years and they go through the employee files. You really have a lot to credentials. You know, these cl- clinicians, it takes a lot. It's not it, It's not an easy process. To make that candidate experience better is a big lift, but we're getting there. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, that's no small undertaking for sure. And it's very different in, in the healthcare space uh, with what you have to go through on that. So last question I have for you is, I always like to try to give back and give some advice to the, the talent acquisition community and our listeners. And so what's one piece of advice that you would give to, to other TA professionals? Other TA professionals? Well, you know, it depends, you know, the things I've learned through the years. I took to this industry right away. It just felt I, I was meant to be here. You know, get back to people immediately. If you're working in a corporation and you're in-house, treat your hiring managers like their customers and never ghost the candidate. Always keep the candidates up to date as possible. There's nothing worse than not hearing from anyone or being left, you know, hanging out there without any communication. Just then have fun. I mean, it's, it's not surgery, but it is a crucial function to the organization. And hopefully you'll be in an organization where HR has a seat at the table and talent acquisition and internal mobility is really important to that organization. Try to work, try to or advocate for a really strong internal mobility program where people that work here can have an opportunity to move up or try other areas and flex and take some projects on and advocate for the people that you have working for you. Well, that's great advice. Well, Tom, thank you very much for being a guest on the podcast. I enjoyed our conversation and uh, really appreciate you. Thank you. Great to meet you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.